0: Welcome to the Stem and the Garbles podcast. I'm Maggie Hoare and I'm Erin McGinness. In February, STEM in the was held a science event at Blackfriars Primary School. Researchers from lots of different STEM subjects came to share their work
1: with us. The charity groups Macmillan Cancer Support and Cancer Research UK also shared their work with us and I love that fireman and surgeon Alan Cameron from the RAF came with the giant Meccano sets.
0: It was a great event packed with lots of really exciting activities. Many of these were focused on the important topics of health and medicine and throughout the afternoon Maggie had the opportunity to interview some scientists and professionals who volunteered their time to come speak to us.
1: Maggie, who did you talk to first? That was Alison Fulton, who was there to talk to us about
2: haematology, which is a fancy way of saying she studies blood. Cool! Hi, my name's Alison and I'm a specialist biomedical scientist from the Queen Elizabeth Hospital in Govan. I work in haematology and I'm here today to talk to everyone about what your blood is, what it's made up of and what it does in your body. So, what do you find most interesting about your stem? I think the most interesting thing is what your blood's made up of. That each of the different cells and components of your blood has a really specialised job and how important it is that all these parts work together and work properly to keep you healthy. And we help the doctors to keep people healthy and to diagnose and treat illnesses. Yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah. So um, how do you keep people healthy? One of the common problems that we see is something called anemia, which means that your red cells, you either don't have enough of them in your blood or the ones that you do have aren't working properly. Red cells carry oxygen all around your body and that's important for all the chemical reactions that go on in your cells. That's what gives you energy, keeps you warm, things like that and it's a very common problem and other ways we do it is that there are some cancers that we detect, you know cancers of the blood. And we can detect and help to diagnose those. You'll have heard of things like leukaemia, lymphoma and myeloma. And they're the ones that we are able to pick up just from a routine blood sample that comes into the lab from a GP or from... A hospital ward. That was really interesting, especially as the
0: first ever STEM in the Gorbos podcast focused on keeping our hearts and blood vessels healthy.
1: Yeah, it was really interesting. Claire MacDonald, a scientist at the stand next to Alison, also talked about blood, but that was more to do with a nasty virus. What are viruses again? There, Well, I'll let Claire explain.
3: My name is Claire, and I am from the MRC University of Glasgow Centre for Virus Research. Can you explain to me what a virus is? A virus is a bag of protein that just is a nasty piece of work. They can do a whole lot of different things. They infect different people or animals or even plants. Some viruses will even infect bacteria and they can cause a huge range of different diseases and some of them are worse than other ones. Some of them are not so bad and some of them are really bad.
1: So on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad are viruses? 11. Some of okay. them are really bad. What are
3: the worst? The worst virus that I could think of is called Ebola. It's really, really infectious and is a nasty disease and causes people to die if they get it. How do you treat viruses? It depends on the virus. One of the ways that we can treat is by vaccines. So it's really important if there is a vaccine available for a virus infection that you get the vaccine because that will stop you becoming infected with that virus. So some viruses can cause really nasty diseases. And if you get the vaccine against the virus, you won't get the nasty disease.
1: Have you ever had a virus before?
3: Oh, so many viruses. I've had lots of colds. The cold is a virus. I've had the chickenpox. The chickenpox is a nasty virus. Luckily I've never had the flu, but that's also a nasty virus that you might get.
0: I guess I have had a few viruses myself, but I really hope I don't get any of those nasty ones. Me too. In fact it was
1: really interesting that Claire mentioned vaccines, as lots of girls my age are getting one to help fight off a nasty virus that can cause cancer.
3: So one example of a virus that can cause cancer is the human papillomavirus, and that affects girls. And we have a vaccine against it. So when you're about, I think it's about 12 or 13, so just when you're starting high school, girls can be vaccinated against the human papillomavirus and it'll stop them getting cancer from that virus infection. I've actually
1: had the vaccine. I've just had it. Oh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how does it affect me? How does, how does a vaccine work?
3: How vaccines work. So when you get the vaccine... It can be either a version of the virus that's not infectious. So it looks like a virus, but it doesn't act like a virus. So your immune response recognises that this is a virus and it will activate itself so that when you get infected with the real virus that looks like a virus and acts like a virus, it already knows what it's looking for and it can pounce on it and stop it from infecting your cells and causing your disease. And sometimes we can use things like mimics that look a little bit like the virus, but aren't a virus. And they do the same thing. So they fool your immune system into thinking, it's been infected, but it hasn't actually. So they're totally harmless. And
1: I find that really interesting. That is really interesting. Do boys get that vaccine? in some places, it sort of depends, but HPV has also been linked with some cancers boys could get, so it could be offered to them soon,
0: but that doesn't mean boys should worry. Not everyone gets cancer. That makes sense. I don't know much about cancer, but it was really interesting to hear both Alison and Claire talk about the different kinds that are related to their work. I thought that too, and to be honest, I don't know much about cancer either, so
1: I wanted to find someone who could explain it to me. Did you find anyone?
4: Yep. I'm Maria Jackson and I work for the University of Glasgow and I'm based at the Medical Genetics Center at the Queen Elizabeth University Hospital. How much do you actually know about cancer already?
1: Um, actually I don't know much so I want
4: to learn more. Okay so do you know about cells, that our body is made of cells? Yeah I know that. Yeah? Yeah. So humans grow from just one cell and that cell multiplies many many times so in order to do that, everything has to be regulated when the cells are growing. In cancer, what happens is the normal processes of regulation go wrong so that cells divide and grow when they shouldn't be. And what happens in those cells is they have little changes in their DNA and those changes mean that the cells just keep on dividing and dividing when they shouldn't be. And that turns into a cancer.
1: Okay, so that makes sense. What causes the cancer?
4: Okay, so the changes in the DNA are actually caused often by chemicals and radiation. So smoking, for example, can cause changes in your DNA. And ultraviolet radiation from the sun can lead to changes in your skin cells that can be associated with cancer. So all these things damage the DNA in our cells. And it's that damage that can cause the cells to lose control and then they turn into cancer cells. So how dangerous is the cancer cells? Well, some cancers just grow and grow and grow and they form lumps in our body and that lump might just be there and it can be removed and the person is going to be fine. Sometimes though the cells from the lump of cancer can break away and invade other parts of the body and that's what we call a malignant cancer. Now that one, even if you take away the main cancer, there can still be cells in the rest of the body. So that's much harder for the doctors to treat. So that's why it's really, really important that everyone makes sure that they catch cancer early on. So anyone who has any suspicion that they might have a wee lump growing, they get it looked at very early on before it spreads around the body. If the doctors catch it early, then there's a good chance that they can do something about it. If the doctors don't catch it until it's very late on, then it's more likely to be problematic. So how do you treat the cancer? Well, there are various ways of treating cancer. So the surgeons can remove the cancer, but also radiation and chemicals not only cause cancer, but they can also be used to treat it. But there are lots of scientists, particularly in places like the Beatson Institute in Glasgow, where scientists are working on finding better drugs so that they can target just the cancer cells and kill just the cancer cells without causing damage to the rest of the patients. So I've heard of a treatment called chemotherapy, so I'm not sure how that works, so can you explain to me? Okay, so chemotherapy is really any kind of therapy that is a chemical. And that's why it's called chemotherapy. But the older chemotherapies just kill any dividing cells. So you'll know that your hair grows quite fast. And that's why people's hair falls out, because the hair follicle cells die. Another group of cells in your body which grows quite fast is in your bone marrow for making blood cells. So chemotherapy just kills growing cells. That is a great explanation of cancer. I didn't realize
1: it was so complicated. I didn't either. But once Maria explained it to me, I wanted to learn more. So I spoke to a cancer research scientist called Dr. Kirstine Campbell. Some of what she said over a of the things Maria told me, but she added some really cool details. I'm from the
5: Beatsin Cancer Research UK Institute in Glasgow, and my name's Dr. Kirstine Campbell, and I'm a cancer research scientist. So at the Beatson, my job is to find out about how normal cells become cancer cells and how we can find new medicines to help treat those cancers but to spare the normal cells. The biggest question that I have is what is cancer? Ah, what is cancer? So cancer is when a normal cell over time accumulates mistakes inside its DNA and that makes it behave differently and so it grows in an uncontrolled manner into what we would recognise as cancer. Now our bodies are made of over 200 different types of cells and actually that means there's over 200 different types of cancer because each of those cells can form a different cancer. So although we talk about cancer as if it's one disease, actually it's more than 200 different types of disease and each of those different diseases needs a different medicine. What's the biggest cause of cancer? Lots of different causes. There are elements of lifestyles, so smoking or drinking alcohol or getting some... These can all contribute. And then also there's an inherited part to that as well. So some families have a history of cancer and so there's a genetic component. But often there's nothing that anybody's done to cause their cancer. It's just really bad luck that it's happened.
1: So is there any way, just any possible way you could prevent cancer? Yep, definitely.
5: There are steps that we can take towards preventing cancer. So the things like using sunscreen, limiting our alcohol intake, maintaining a healthy weight and just a general healthy lifestyle. And actually, I think as we move forward to the future, so just now we have therapies to treat cancer but something we could look for in the future is therapies that would actually prevent cancer forming in the first place, and actually not the work that I do, but cancer research UK is also really keen on preventing cancer and detecting cancer very, very early because the earlier you detect it, then the easier it is to treat so when do you start noticing you have cancer? the symptoms would be very different for all of the different types so I said you know there's over two hundred different types and um, I think unfortunately sometimes the symptoms wouldn't always be obvious to a person and so that's why it's really important if you have a doubt about something whatsoever that you should always go to your doctor. But what I would say is the good news is that um, we've got some really good treatments for some types of cancer now. Unfortunately there are other types that we're not so good at treating and so to make those less dangerous that's why it's really important to have the cancer research to find the new medicines to help those.
0: So there is no cure for cancer or any way to prevent it? It doesn't sound like it. There
1: are things we can do to reduce our risk and the different kinds can all be treated in some way. But sometimes it just sort of happens. Alison actually mentioned that when she talked about cancers of the blood.
2: There's no way to prevent getting a cancer of the white cells of your blood because what happens is when the blood cells are being made in the bone marrow, something just goes wrong with the DNA. We don't know why we don't know how, it just goes wrong but there are various treatment options available, commonly people will have chemotherapy and in some cases like a lymphoma which is actually manifests itself as a lump in your lymph nodes you know, under your arms, and your groin and your neck, those people sometimes have radiotherapy too and if people are suitable and they can find a donor who matches they can have what's known as a stem cell or a bone marrow transplant and hopefully that is a cure for them but there are some that don't need much treatment because they're a chronic condition so that's something that just grumbles away over a long period of time. It sounds like cancer can be quite hard on the person who gets it.
1: Yeah and it can be quite difficult for the people around them too. Luckily there is support out there through groups like Macmillan Cancer Support. They were there too, right? Sure were.
6: Hi Maggie, I'm Maura. I am a Macmillan volunteer.
1: So what is Macmillan?
6: People when they hear the word Macmillan seem to think of coffee mornings and raising money. We have the biggest coffee morning in the world with Macmillan and it is to raise money because it is a charity. In Glasgow Macmillan is run a wee bit differently from it is in the rest of Britain and in Glasgow we actually operate within public libraries. So a lot of the public libraries in Glasgow have a drop-in area where anyone affected by cancer can drop in for emotional support, financial support and practical advice.
1: Is Macmillan for
6: everyone or is it aimed for young children? No, Macmillan is for everyone affected by cancer. So it could be the person who has cancer. It could be all their family and friends because the family and friends are affected by cancer in a different way, obviously, but they are affected. What's the
1: most important thing someone can do for a family
6: member? The most important thing a family member to do is to actually be there for the person. A lot of people actually have got family around about them and are tons of family support, but they try to protect... Their family from bad news or from not feeling too good to know that. So you kind of need a sort of uh, another instinct of like the person says they're okay, but are they really okay?
1: So what's the biggest message, like message you want to send to all the children?
6: Well, to all children, I would have to say don't be frightened. You know, just be supportive. Be there for anyone you know who is affected by cancer, and just not be frightened to ask questions.
0: I am really glad they are there to offer their support. I can't imagine what it must be like to have cancer. Me either, but kids can get it,
1: even if it's not very common.
0: Yeah, actually I heard about this cancer charity called Click Sargent. It's sort of like Macmillan, but they focus on supporting children, young people and their families. I've heard of them too. Carol from Clicksargent Sargent wants to tell us
7: about their work, even though she couldn't be there on the day with us. Hi, I'm Carol Jones and I'm the fundraising engagement manager for the West of Scotland for Click Sargent. Click support children and young people up to the age of 25 and we do that through our care teams that provide day-to-day support for each child, young person and family from information and guidance to clinical care and also providing specialist play during treatment. We also help pay for NHS play specialists and our play specialists help children cope with their fears and prepare them for treatment through play. So they use toys, books, games, props and craft materials and they build a relationship with each child so that he or she learns to trust them. We also have social workers And They work with schools on a child or young person's behalf, helping them keep in touch with their friends, organising work at home so they don't fall behind and also helping schools prepare for when a child goes back to school. We also have nursing teams and they can provide personal care and support at home or they can arrange for treatment to be given closer to home. For those that do have to stay in hospital and have to travel quite far, we also have click sergeant homes from home close to the hospitals so families can stay there during their child's treatment for free and this also helps reduce the financial cost and also the emotional impact of cancer by keeping families close together.
0: Not going to lie Maggie this feels like a very unhappy episode.
1: I know what you mean but it's really fascinating at the same time and the research people like Kirsteen are doing. And the support that more and other volunteers can offer makes it a lot less scary and offers a lot of hope for the future besides maria pointed out that there are simple and fun steps we can take to help reduce our risk of developing cancer
4: so i think the basic message to everybody is to avoid anything that could damage your dna get lots of exercise because that can help you stay healthy eat healthy foods because they contain antioxidants that can help stop dna damage so lots of fruit and vegetables
0: Know what else we can do Maggie? What? Go to the dentist. Really? Yeah, Elaine McDonald from the Gorbos Dental Practice recently told me that dentists don't just look at teeth, they check your whole mouth for signs of disease. This includes oral cancer, which is a medical word for the cancer you get in your mouth. That's interesting. I guess we should go to the dentist regularly for
1: checkups then. You know what? We have focused a lot on cancer in this episode, but there was a lot of other stuff going on at the Blackfriars event I didn't have time to cover.
0: No, but I hear Erin Caraman was there to lend a hand at the end. Yeah, she was keen to find out what people thought from the children. Hello, my name's Erin, what's yours? Isabel. So what did you like about today? I like the activities. What a part of the activities. The DNA for life. And is there anything more you would like to tell us? hope this event keeps on going.
3: The parents.
0: Hi, my name's Erin, what's yours? Lynn. What have you been enjoying today? Learning about things like meteorites and
3: DNA and um, viruses.
0: And would there like to be anything more would you like to tell us? I thought it was really good the
3: heart start. That was good for the children to learn that and I think it's enough information for their age group. Yeah.
0: Thank you for talking with us. And well, will stem in the garbles. Hi, my name's Erin. What's yours?
6: I am James Bergen.
0: What did you like about today?
6: Well, I have been here with the Stem and the Gorbals helping Adam and Maggie do some podcasting. So I have had a lot of fun today running around basically getting to hear lots of cool science, mainly about cancer, but we've also just heard some really fun stuff about Martian rocks. Have you Uh, enjoyed today?
0: Yes, I have enjoyed um, lots of stuff. Thank you for talking. It is great to hear that everyone loved the science fair, did you?
1: Yes. My favourite part was interviewing the researchers and having some spare time to do the activities. You?
0: My favourite part was the miracle berry activity at the science girls stand. This involved eating a berry which made sour things taste sweet. And did James mention that Adam did some podcasting at Blackfire too?
1: Yeah, Adam spoke to a couple of people about engineering and space. But we are saving those interviews for our space cast, so watch us space.
0: Ah, good idea, because I think we are out of time in this episode. I agree. Thank you for listening to this special cancer-themed episode of STEM in the Gorbos podcast. This
1: podcast, or Cancercast, was only possible due to the people who volunteered their time to help organise, run, and attend the Blackfriars Science event.
0: So big thank you to everyone involved. Especially those who feature in this episode and took the time to speak to us about what cancer is, the different kinds of cancer people can get, And the support available for those who have cancer.
1: Yeah, they were fantastic. It was also great to hear about the research being carried out right here in Glasgow to provide new treatments for cancer. And don't forget, it's important to go to the dentist. Yes, we also want to thank all the other researchers who attended. All the
0: children that participated. Our teachers, especially Mrs Wilson. And all the student volunteers who helped make sure our event ran smoothly. And, of course, Dr Saida who planned and coordinated the whole event. Calvin and Lewis from Mrs Veach's P5 class at Blackfriars also need a special mention, as they donated their own pocket money to Cancer Research UK. Thank you both, that was a really nice thing to do. And a final thanks to my co-host Erin McGinnis, whose first podcast this is.
1: How did you find it? I really enjoyed it, Maggie. That's great. Hope we get to work together again. So that's it for now. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. If you have any questions about cancer, you can always ask your GP or volunteers like Maura from Macmillan Cancer Support. They are in the Gorbals Library every Friday from 10am to 2pm.
0: They can also help you in the unlikely event that cancer affects you
1: or someone close to you. Look out for our next magazine, designed by Rafia Mahmood, a graphics design
0: student from Edinburgh College. Our feedback posted from the interviews with the researchers designed by Dr. Neil Cooper. And our special edition SpaceCast episodes,
1: which myself and Adam recorded with Dr. James Bergen and Glasgow-based researchers.
0: I'm Erin McGinnis. And I'm Maggie Hoare. Thanks Thanks for listening.